Leon the Professional drew. Not only because I feel bad for Rudy, and I just want to cheer on a Frenchman. Welcome to the Acclaim Podcast, The, the Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Denzik, oh, yeah. powered by Spurts. Welcome to the deep dive. It's uh, it's been uh, it's been a wild one today. Usually Wednesdays are a little see people nibbling at stuff, and you know some some nudging, couple releases. Uh, not a, today, my friend. Fucking total nudge its way under thirty four. We are in. Uh, we are do you in think it's done? Hall of Fame game territory. Do you we think are it's in, done? Yeah, I don't know. We'll I see. joked. I, I wasn't. I wasn't joking. I looked at it for a little bit, and I said it in the Discord. I said this should be like thirty-four, and it opened just above that, and it has gotten further than that. Thirty-three and a half. Um, I don't know if I had to close this line right now with knowing what I know on injuries. Again, we're talking Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Sure, I'd be at like Pittsburgh minus one and a half, thirty-three. I don't know if it'll go that far. I think there's finally going to be some resistance on Cleveland. I mean, you do have to respect the shit out of well, all Pizzola backstopped it on their show. So probably I get it. I get it. There's I some, get it. There's some, you know, there's some backstopping there. It does feel like one of those. Remember the Deshaun Kaiser years, where like sharp groups would bet Cleveland every week, and they went like four and four and twelve. Sure. It really feels like one of those where it's like, all right, this has moved too far. We're too far off the priors. We need to back Cleveland. Cleveland loses like 18 nothing. It does feel not that crazy. I mean, the DTR yeah. tape was. It's raw. It was he's worse, he's worse than PJ Walk. There, there's no chance. And I know Clev was clamoring for it and he's probably happy, but he, he made a case that there's like a higher ceiling. Uh, granted, I don't think P.J. Walker has some ceiling we've never seen, but DTR is pretty rough against starters. He looked pretty fun against third stringers in preseason, but so did Kenny Pickett. <laughs> I mean, Kenny Pickett was, I mean, that was like greatest show on turf too. They had like amazing, what, seven yeah. drives, seven touchdowns. He was amazing. I mean, we've yeah. seen what the Steelers' offense is. Kind of a shame to put your best tape on film in the preseason, but that's okay. Um all right, so the first two games in the rotation are all NFC, AFC North teams, man. So we are going to get like seven down eight, and dirty uh, in the black and blue in the black and blue division, buddy. Um, yeah. And I, you know, honestly, these two games, I guess, do you think you'll have high confidence after you see these two games decided on who will win this division? Probably not. It's still early. No? I mean, it, it, I mean, if it goes, if it goes, Ravens tie. Then yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, that would be nice. Um, and hello, Brinks. Yes, the DTR Hall of Fame game. There's a lot of guys, to be fair, Jaden, there's a lot of guys we will bet on in the preseason that we probably wouldn't bet on in the regular season. Uh, our guy Chris Strevler got a job the other day. I don't think mm. we're running to the window to back him as a 14-point mm. dog against mm. anyone. I mean, he'd actually be on a good team. I think he got some work with the Niners. But yeah, DTR, we'll get to him in a second. The Bengals obviously struggled on defense last week. I wanted your take on this. We love Lou Anarumo. We love his second half adjustments, but this defense has been very uneven 
and maybe just not good. I think Hendrickson is going to go. Man, I'm just getting like, I'm way off topic because I threw my brain in. It's just remembering Chris Traveler's second halves. <laughs> like just a, just a preseason God. Brinks knows. But uh, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm kind of concerned about this defense. We saw the Ravens put up some decent points against a very good defense. They bottled it anyway, and they're missing some pieces. They're not going to have Stanley, but it's uh, it's not a good defense right now. Like, is, it, is, it, is this just a case of like the Ravens kind of get what they want finally on offense and can't bottle this? Yeah, it's tough to say. Um, I was obviously very disappointed with the Bengals defense last week. I was very disappointed with the Ravens second half last week. Uh, I laid the points with both of these teams and both lost outright. Uh, so to say that I have a good read on how to properly rate the Bengals or how to properly rate the Ravens is probably a mistake. <laughs> so the fact that I even bet this game is probably a mistake, but I got involved with some Bengals money line and my reasoning is kind of little, it's a little soft, I'll say. Um, but the, the Bengals defense is definitely a problem. Uh, you know, the, it, the, a positive spin on this would be at least there's some familiarity here, right? There's nothing the Ravens are doing right now in terms of offensive concepts that I think is tough to wrap your brain around. Uh, now, if you don't have the talent and personnel to stop it, that's a different problem. Um, but for the time being, at least, the idea of there being something unknown about what you're going to get from the Ravens is is not really in my you know, not really in my uh, uh, realm of consideration for this game. Bengals and Ravens games have meant a lot the last handful of years. These teams played each other three times last year. Um, and uh, in general, the Ravens defense had a bunch of answers for what the Bengals were trying to do offensively. Mike McDonald kind of put together the blueprint for uh, exactly how you want to try to defend the 11 personnel looks that the Bengals were running out there. Um, but I will argue that the Bengals offense has... Um, they have evolved quite a lot, largely because they had to work around the Joe Burrow injury through the first quarter of the season, and then uh, now at least are you know they're they're giving you a lot more different multiple looks than they used to. It's not just a bunch of 11, 11, 11, and we're going to send Jamar Chase on a go route every other down. Like there's a lot more nuance and interesting stuff going on with the way that they're utilizing their personnel, I think. And so I don't know that McDonald will have the answers here. Um, And I, I I still believe the Bengals offense ought to be rated in their preseason expectation, which was a top three unit. Now the absence of, of Higgins, that definitely matters. Um, You know, he's a really, really good player, uh, but I would expect that, um, you know, this is still a decent matchup with, you know, with Humphrey not going to go as well. Uh, or is it just Staley? Who, who's out for the Ravens beside your Andy? You're muted, but uh, who else uh, besides that? Yeah, I had a cough. Sorry. Humphrey's out. Humphrey's out. So Humphrey's out. Stanley's out. Yeah. This is, there, there's too many things going on. I, I think even with Higgins out, the matchup for the Ravens offense and what we've seen from the last couple of years. And just the fact that I think we can still get something without Higgins here. Boyd is a little underrated. I would be betting this over if it weren't a Thursday night game. Yeah. Like that's probably just going to keep it off is the shorter time frame to put together the offensive game plans. Just, I, I like 
you know, I think my median projection here is just Ravens win by three an awful lot. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm hesitant to bet anything. I don't want any part of this with the, the, you know, divisional game, short week, good coaches, good coordinators, some missing pieces that kind of confuse things. Like if I had to make a bet, it would probably been, you know, some, some Bengals plus three and a half, four, but no, no thanks. Okay. I just want to watch, so, I just want to watch this one and have some fucking fun, man. Okay. About the I second played, half, huh? Yeah, that's fair. I played, uh, so I, again, like I don't have a good read on why the Ravens are struggling to close games. I don't get it. I wish I had, I could point to some reasons, <laughs> but I can't. Um, Lamar Jackson is not performing especially well throwing the ball right now. Um, I don't know that people are really digesting that, and I don't have a good answer for what's going on. It's not, it's obviously, you know, it's obviously not the Greg Roman scheme as we're now running the Todd Munkin scheme. Um, it's obviously not the lack of weapons because we invested in the draft and free agency to bring in weapons. Like, it's still... It uh, feels very laborious for him to move this offense through the air, uh, even in the games where they were like, man, they were just dominant, right? Like that Seattle game, that was all on the ground. Like there was very, very little that they got going in the air that game. Uh, and that was a little bit of a, a head scratcher to me. So I think... You know, I, I worry for sure about the Ravens in comeback mode if the Bengals get uh you know get out to a hot start as they are want to do. Um, I worry about the Ravens matching up with um, the speed of Jamar Chase in the absence of Humphrey. Although I know Humphrey's yeah. not necessarily a speedster, um, it's you're still going to be asking a lot out of uh, you know what is effectively an entire secondary made up of safeties. Um, and I think the general kind of excellence of the Ravens defense while I don't dispute it whatsoever is, is it's, 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 this is a tough test. This is a tougher test than they've faced a lot of this season. This is uh these, this is um, you know, an elite offense and we've seen the Ravens do it against a lot of broken offenses, frankly. And uh, I think this test is, is uh, a pretty clear step up for these guys. So it's probably fair at three and a half for three. Uh, I took a shot on Bengals plus 163 on the money line just on the bat basis of you're getting the better quarterback and I think you're getting the better offense. Um, it's on the road. This is third straight home game for the Ravens. Yep. Bengals had two at home before traveling on the short week. Uh, I don't have a strong read about uh, Zach Taylor and his ability to get his team prepared for Thursday night football game, but... Uh, I definitely know that like, if this is a close game or if this is a Bengals deficit, they are going to chuck. They're going to throw, 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 throw. And I do think that has the opportunity to uh, you know, lend them a way back into this game uh, if, uh, if they're at a deficit. And if they're winning, uh, you know, I, I don't know that I feel the same way about Lamar. Does that make sense? Yeah, and it's tough to like say he's been a bad passer. It's just been different with this offense. Some of the sometimes it feels like the air yards are way down, but the completion rate is still kind of elite. He's been good at times. It's like you said, it's hard to explain, even though we've watched it multiple times. I feel like you and I have probably watched the Ravens games over every Monday and Tuesday. We've like, all right, this is one Top I have to queue. watch. Yeah. Top of the queue. Cannot Top figure. Queue. Cannot Top figure out exactly. It 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 does feel like a, a just a bit of variance of some of the parts. Like it's some coaching, mm-hmm. it's some Lamar, it's some variance, it's some bad luck. Yeah. It's the other team. Like, who would have thought? And 
RIP his shoulder in his season, but who would have thought we would have gotten, you know, that Deshaun Watson in the second half? You know, they still needed the pick six to get him there, but that Deshaun Watson was the best Deshaun Watson I've seen since Houston. Yeah. I mean, he was making throws. If he actually had like a broken shoulder, and I can't imagine the amount of drugs he had in him. I don't, we don't want to get into speculation there. I think he's full of shit. And I don't want to talk about fucking Deshaun Watson for the rest well, of the season. Fuck that guy. We have all well. Right. All right, let's move on to the Cleveland game. No, no, no. I want one. I want to, one. One more thing on Lamar Jackson here. You ready? Okay, go ahead. Um, how many quarterbacks this year do you think have generated more total EPA passing? Just guess. Just ballpark for me. Seven, eight. Fourteen. Really? Yeah. It's not that's not great. And there's some guys on this list who are done for the season and they've still got more EPA through the air than him. Uh, the numbers include, I mean, the names include Anthony Richardson. They include uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, Jordan Love, Matt Stafford, uh, Baker I know, Mayfield, CJ Stroud. I, I, I don't I hate to ever say anyone's cherry picking when they're sure. using when they're using the entire season. Yeah, <laughs> but I kind of want to throw out some of the first few weeks and put him closer to like the 10th best quarterback in EPA. So those first few weeks of offense really felt like labored. And I am reticent to call that all Lamar's fault. A lot of that was growing pains with the new OC. I feel like it's been better. It's just still been inconsistent. It's been better, but not good. Not great. Oh, man. Yeah, it's I'm, weird. How about I'm, I'm excited how about... to watch this game unexcited to bet this yeah in the same con in the same in the same sentence you you throw out the first couple games burrow so i get it um, no there's a bunch of guys where it's like you know burrow how, how do you rate his season and then you throw in last week's game you know there, there's a lot of weird stuff and yes the drops in the steelers game that's what makes mm -hmm. that's what makes rating a quarterback very difficult when you're yeah. just looking at one or two stats yeah so how about uh how about this ready how about we'll take let's let's go bigger bigger picture let's go last three seasons sure lamar jackson ranks where in terms of total epa as a passer he's still probably middle of the pack I mean, so much of it comes from from his legs and extending the play, and it's been a team that's always had, you know, good running backs. And How about the fact scheme. that his rushing efficiency is down this year? Can you explain that? I mean, I'm I'm going to go back to the same argument, Drew. I'm going to say <laughs> those first few games that offense looked discombobulated as hell, and we, you remember that it was horrible. Yeah. Sure, sure. Okay. Well, I they it's it's he's trending in the wrong direction and I just I can't wrap my head around it. And, <laughs> yeah, and to to be fair, yeah. he didn't play, he didn't play in one of those seasons. <laughs> He did miss. He did miss a bunch of time over the course of, like, the end of last year. He, okay, we'll take the last three years. He's got twelve hundred and sixty plays in the database. Uh, he is eighteenth in terms of quarterbacks of total EPA generated. Um, Garoppolo's beating him. EPA Cousins is beating him. Goff is beating him. Stafford. But Cousins hasn't missed Derek a damn Carr game over that is, stretch. He, Derek Carr. You know, he missed a bunch of time. It's, you know I, I'd, I'd rather normalize has, it. Who has game. forty fewer plays? Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill has a higher EPA generated as a passer in the last uh, three years, and he has forty fewer plays. So it's it's not entirely just uh, about scalping it on the basis of um, injury, but it, it's it's weird to me. I, I I don't I can't I can't square it because I no, have and, a and huge again, affinity I, for him I, as a I player. Hate to but be like the ultimate Lamar defender, but fuck's sakes i don't want to use any of the data from the years for the, the receivers he's had the last couple of years it's been just like fuck it's mark andrews and like six running backs again what are we doing 
Sure. Oh, we we drafted a rookie. Oh, he's hurt. Like this guy, I'm, I, maybe I'm not defending him so much as saying it's still so hard to square because we saw what the ceiling was the one year, and then we have all these other weird variables getting thrown in with the injuries and the you know the complete lack of you know wide receivers for yeah. I don't basically all last year, and then he was yeah. injured. It's really hard to square away. He's good because the eye test sometimes he just has one of those games where it's like. Fuck, this guy's so good. Yeah, like, he is just impossible. And yeah. you know, a couple weeks ago, maybe you know the Lions game. That's a that that was his best game as a pro going back to 2019. Yeah, he was incredible. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like shit. If, if you get this from him, that's just it. that eighty percent of that. Drew. More of a reflection though of the Lions' defense and their aggressiveness. I mean, it kind of felt like it. Right. They, I mean, they did a pretty bad job of like keeping him contained. Everybody was they, biting. They get everything. pressure, yeah. and he'd be wide open with half the field. Yeah, that, yeah. That's that's an outlier the other way. Yeah. Okay. Again, not bad. Well, this one. <clears throat> I mean, hey, I, I I like him as a player. I love watching him. I will root for his success. I would love to see him have success in the playoffs this year. I'm not going to win any money on it because I'm not going to bet on it. But um, I uh, I I just I can't square the numbers right now that I'm the division. <laughs> I can't square the numbers that I'm seeing right now with, uh, you know, my opinion of the player. So I'm kind of lost here. I can say though, that I think, um, you know, guy like bro shows up for this game and, uh, puts on a performance and I'm excited to see what he, what he's got. Um, just, uh, yeah, the, the Bengals defense though scared the ever loving shit out of me last week. They were awful. Um, that was the that was the stand the two standout unit. I, I learned less about the Bengals and the Texans offenses last week, and I learned more about the Bengals and the Texans defense. And the Bengals defensive lessons were not good, and the Texans defensive lessons were these guys are kind of coming along. So, you know, it's it's uh it was a weird game. I don't uh, I don't even know if it, it'll ultimately stand out as truth when it's all said and done, or if it was noise. But we can move on to Pittsburgh and Cleveland. And again, like I don't. Uh, don't really have a lot of thoughts on the sex pest that uh, is, uh, you know, it's just the, the, you know what it really got me going and why I'm upset at him today is that the like the legitimate effort of the football information universe carrying so much water for what a heroic thing he did. And playing Schefter, through this injury and blah, blah, blah. Who was it? All of it. All of it. All of there it, was all, one of everyone. the really big accounts, Drew, that said like his shoulder could have blown up. Andy could have just crumbled. Like, he played. If he, two if and he half plays another down of football, ball. oh my god! If he plays another down of football, his shoulder he could have been permanently disabled. Andy, like get the fuck out of here! Like this guy is he's he is. I don't think it's an accident that after his best game, his first best game, which was week three, uh, he decides not to play week four. Uh, it happens to. Yeah, you know, happens to be the you know. Uh, I don't know, Drew. Uh, I saw him throw the ball when he came back. Yeah, I, you know, I think he was injured. Okay, okay. Guys. So he's not feeling one hundred percent. He doesn't want to play if he's not feeling one hundred percent. Bad at deciding oh, when to play or not like, with an injury. Like, I, 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 you know how some guys are like good at listening to their body and like knowing. Sure, I think sure. he's that is. It's like the uh, you know. If you're playing NBA 2K and it's got like speed, shooting, awareness, and it's like listening to his body, negative four. Yeah. Like yeah. he was just really because he's like, I'm good to go. And then he comes in the first half of that game. I can't remember against who, but he threw a couple over the middle that were just like you, you could hear his shot. Talking about the Colts game where it was awful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That it was, was awful. awful. And then he got knocked All out. All the practice like, film, too. All the practice film when they were like getting him out there and he was doing reps. It was like, he's, it doesn't look right. Like something's oh, obviously just, wrong. Well, like, I'm, I'm not saying he's faking. I'm not saying he's faking an injury. I'm just saying that like 
whatever has gone wrong with him, it may need medical attention, but it doesn't, nothing, nothing squares like getting cleared in the first place. And then the Browns whole statement today where they're like basically doing all this plausible deniability bullshit, like Mary Kate Cabot being in like opposite land, being exactly wrong about every, at every step of the way here. Like it's just really confusing. And, uh, you know, I I, want to put some of this on the team. You know, we, we do live in this era going back to the Herbert game where he called his own number where, a star quarterback can can make a little more of a decision than probably they used to in the past about when they're going to play or not. But clearly the team did not do a good job of like deciding, hey, all right, he's good to go. Because, like, I, you know, we saw these passes in the game. I can't imagine it looked that much different in practice. Like, they have to be able to look at this guy and be like, his, his shoulder's dicked. Like, this guy should just sit for the year. And I think... You know, there's probably a part of it too, or um, all I can picture is the coach, you know, the coach in the program or every bad coach, like, gosh, shoot up uh, Paul Walker's knee and get him back in the game. Sure. You know, sure. it's it's the same thing. There's, I'm like, sure there's lots of that. There's yeah. a, there is a little that, and this is in a way grander scale than varsity blues or whatever you know sure. what I'm referencing. Yes. Um, You know, there's, there's a billion dollar industry. It's like, shit, this defense is all world. Yeah, this team can make the playoffs. Yeah. We have to try this. And yeah, you know why I don't really mongled. have a ton of, you know, why I don't have a ton of sympathy though. Like this fucking contract is fully guaranteed. Like he's not getting another, you know, bite at the apple here. He's got fully guaranteed money yeah, for years right rich. now. So there's no, there's no crying over him being a hero here. And the, yeah, the narrative stuff just drove me out off the wall today. Like get out of here with this. Uh, you know, kind of trying to make it as as though the it you know I, I just not not here for it. Um, and particularly playing as well as he did in the second half of that Ravens game, and then this being you know like uh, oh actually yeah no mom my my career is being was threatened because I was playing you know like get out of here. So anyway, uh, it is uh, in a, on a more positive note. Um, you know what surprised me today? Yeah, what's that? Eight and four is a starter. Yeah, yeah. I would uh, if you of, said twelve. If you yeah. said twelve games, mm -hmm. I would have guessed not that high. Yeah, he did not. He he is not one of the quarterbacks who generated more EPA than Lamar. By the no, way, no, I'd for, <laughs> and I've forgotten just, they, they had some. They had some. They ugly won some wins. ugly games, including yeah, against he was Ravens three and three year. last year. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that either. I, I just um, don't have that rosy of a remembrance of how he played last year. Uh, all world yeah. defense. That's why this is thirty three and a half. The Steelers mm -hmm. offense. Stinks at times, but they still have Pickens. Yeah, can make some crazy catches if Pickens can get the ball up in the air before Miles Garrett murders him. Maybe Garrett swings another helmet. That would be fun. This is going to be a good one to watch, I guess. From a will someone score? This this goes one one of two ways. This game is messy as shit because DTR is not ready to be an NFL quarterback, and the Browns' defense can cause some havoc. Or this is like third quarter will we get a touchdown yet kind of thing mm -hmm. um I, I think this total might even still be a little high if you yeah. if you're into that Weird. sort of thick old bed but uh Steelers were sitting at two and a half all the af all afternoon I, I don't usually put teasers in early but kind of saw the writing on the wall I, I mean I mentioned it in the discord like hey I'm putting teasers in now on this because six it's a it's a you know a divisional game where the total's going to be 30. And it's it's kind of a teaser, teener, you know, a teaser wet dream here. So I put it in with uh, Vikings and a couple other teams that kind of fell in that zone right now. So that's about the only, you know, about the only action I'll have on this one. Okay.
Um, I find it funny. Uh, and I mean, Browns fans probably less so. Well, and that's that, the thing. Like, well, so Drew, I know it's, yeah, it's you know, it's sex past. You sold your soul. No, 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 no. Let me, let me run with it. Let me run with this. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Like, if this were another franchise, like, yeah, a, a franchise that had like some, even if it was, let's say, God, Washington's a bad example. I'm trying yeah. to think of a team that won some Super Bowls in like the 80s or something. You know, if sure. it was a team, it's like, hey, this team's had some success. Dallas. At some Dallas. It's <laughs> like, you know, all right, you guys sold your soul for a criminal. You overpaid them. You gave them all this guaranteed money. And now bad things are happening to you. But I'm struggling to like, you know, maybe the franchise in the front office, I can feel like good for you. The karma got you. But man, these fans have been through the fucking ringer. I mean, Austin, yeah. what was the name of that one guy that started? I mean, there were some really bad quarterbacks that started from this team for the last 15 years. Tim Couch. Tim Couch. Uh, big uh, chunk of Deshaun Kaiser. There yeah, was one with right. Austin, was his name? Austin something. The, the list is so grim. It's, it's virgin it win, man. Head. I mean, we've yeah. had some bad quarterbacks. So, like, I kind of feel for Browns fans, man. They've yeah. been through it. Yeah. Um, all right. The DTR part of this that's amusing to me and less so to Browns fans is Austin that Davis, there you are. He played DTR played well enough in the preseason for them to green light the trading of Josh Dobbs. <laughs> and now Josh Dobbs almost got traded back to Cleveland, ultimately landed in Minnesota and is having the, you know, the renaissance he's having for the Vikings right now. Um, but if DTR didn't play that well in the preseason, they probably stick with Dobbs as the backup. Yeah. And this is maybe a non-story because Dobbs comes in and maybe he's just like, oh, you put Deshaun and IR. Dobbs is playing great. Like, we're good, right? And then maybe this is just an entire well, different They were both behind part. Mond. Like, Mond yeah. was looked at as a second quarterback for a little bit. It was kind of up. It was up in the air. It was a little ambiguous. But they quickly found out, like, oh, Kellen Mond isn't it. And then end up trading. It's funny that they did try to trade back for Dobbs. Like, hey, psych, yeah. we'd like him back. And now he's, you know, he's starting for a probably a playoff team. Yeah. And, uh, you know, DTR, the tape on him from that Baltimore game was so, so phenomenally bad. I mean, it was DeVito esque, uh, if you want to comp. Should have had like three more turnovers. Yeah. It was, it was quite, quite, quite poor. And um, actually, like, you know, if we're being uh, if we're being honest here, like DTR and uh, Kenny Pickett, uh, not all that far apart from each other in the creating turnovers department. No, I was going to say if, if you DTR wanted me to make some one game, yeah, like, and Kenny Pickett's played parlay both. Times. What is a parlay of both defenses to score? <laughs> you know, yeah, that's an interesting call. Yeah, anytime touchdown, 20, both twenty five to one. Yeah. Better first time these guys played, there were Steelers wins on the basis of the first score and the last score were defensive touchdowns, um, which is sort of the genesis of the making tongue and cheek jokes about the Tomlin voodoo. Um, I just want to say this, tell you this about uh, Mike Tomlin. Going back and watching the uh, Packers um, Steelers tape. God damn it. That guy puts his players in a position to succeed. It is, it is, it is something else, man. You know who has been an underwhelming unit all year long? The offensive line for the Steelers and their ability to generate push in the rushing attack. 
<laughs> I forgot. I forgot. I can actually mute you. It would. Oh, been, I know. I, I was. I was thinking about that. Too. I was thinking about been you today. Completely defensible for Tomlin to be step in and be like, "Look, guys, like this unit is not getting it done. We're gonna up. To, you know, we're gonna kick up our, uh, you know, our our uh, our passing rate." Uh, we're going to, you know, we got Deontay Johnson back. Well, I think he had a uh, choice to make there. Like we're going to kick up our passing rate with Kenny Pickett yeah, well, or we need to really well, start I, this up. I think he, up. he looked at, he, he looked at his, um, uh, his opponent. He decided, you know, what is a good way to attack these guys. We're going to bully them off the line and we are going to run the ball down their throats. And it worked spectacularly. Would like, it that, be fair uh, to say yeah. he's, he's schematically the Napoleon of the NFL? I, I'll I just give him saw that preview today. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I, I give him. Uh, he he's more he, he's more of like a desert he's fox. Like, it's, he's it's more like, of a desert. He's he's more of like yeah yeah. He's more of like a tank commander like the desert fox than he is. It's, it's like if Alexander the yeah. Great and Napoleon had to be. <laughs> That's fair. That's completely did we, fair. Did we make I made an Irwin Rommel reference yes. one time about noobs, and yeah. somebody's like, "Did you just call noobs Nazis?" Nazi? Like no, it's one of the good ones. No, no, no. And Ronda Houston. Um, okay, so uh, are you? The, I mean, are you betting this at these current numbers? Uh, no, I have a, I have a big, big, big old bet on Steelers money line though, uh, from when it was plus four and a plus one seventy seven. I caught the sure. pico top on this money line, uh, and honestly, I did it and said it everywhere uh, that it was on the basis of literally. I was like, Deshaun Watson had an ankle MRI. Like he might call his own number again and yeah. be like, "I'm not good to go." And even if he does go, I was like, you know, his mobility was such a huge part of him succeeding these last handful of weeks. And if his ankle is not feeling great, like Steelers might, uh, Steelers might get him. So sixty-five um, to one says Fodzilla. All right, I like that. To, I'm gonna I'm gonna play that for a few bucks. That's just I, a fun I just one if it I just will tell you this final final thought on the Steelers. When you get your guys worked up, your offensive line, you know what they love to do? They love to road grade. That's what they want to do. They yeah. want to be like a road grading, you know, a, a, a beat the a punch the other guys in the mouth type of team. Tomlin did it last week against the Packers. I would expect that he gets continues to get plus performance out of this offensive line. Meanwhile, DTR, this is being talked about relatively lately, Andy. He's behind an offensive line with no tackles, and he's got no Nick Chubbs coming to save the day. No, that was part of the <laughs> handicap last week, too. Yes. It's like, man, this is a – and you have no tackles. You have TJ Watt. You have Alex Highsmith, who is yes. – again, we're going to keep mentioning Highsmith because I'm in love with that guy. He's awesome. He, sh- he, he should be – there might be an Alex Highsmith defensive player of the year bet in like two years. Yeah. Like he's kind of got to get out of watch shadow a little. Maybe maybe he's not on this team in two years, and he's uh you know he's the star pass rusher somewhere. Fuck, he's good. So, all right, all um, right, yeah, I'm done with this one. Arizona, Houston, Mike Tomlin, coach of the year. <clears throat> all right, um, <laughs> he'll get fuckers uh, getting votes. He's gonna get yeah. votes. Yeah, I just uh, am excited to uh to see where this goes because it's it it is just one like last funny thought. It is funny that uh, the, the entire. NFL commentary universe is picking on Kenny Pickett for how is how little production he has from a passing touchdown standpoint. But like guy is not turning the ball over. Like if you have everything else that they have with Pittsburgh, like it's kind of, you just want a game manager and he is managing games. So I don't really know why you want him to be, you know, Joe Burrow or Josh Allen all of a sudden. So I'm fine with Kenny Pickett being Kenny Pickett. 
I don't you know, have I, And I just think, I think <laughs> the reason he doesn't turn the ball over is because they're like 25th and third down conversion rate. <laughs> yeah, sure. They're, they're out there playing defense an awful lot. Uh, I bet yeah. the Cardinals. You did? Oh, okay. What number did you get? Five? Five. Just a smaller okay. bet. I like this one, though. Um, I like that they're filling their infinity gauntlet with just like cast offs. They signed Michael Carter. Yeah, he that was a good pickup. I thought I was surprised the Jets jettisoned him. He must have he must have hit on the owner's daughter or something. Pass pass uh pass protection. Is that what it was? You know, blitz pickup, not not super. And they kind of had a you know they, I think they had plenty at at running back. I don't know if they if it was something they needed to you know move some roster pieces around to bring some other guys in for some depth here or there. I haven't dug into why. I don't think he was bad. I'd like him as an addition. As far as because they need, I mean, this is something they need a lot of pieces. This is a bad, bad team. This is a bottom five team in the league. Mm-hmm. They need a lot of things once they start drafting. Um, but man, like getting Kyler back makes maybe the biggest difference because you had a team. Uh, Dobbs was good, but like, especially when you say like, "Hey, we might start Clayton Tune a bit," or you know, this is this is what we're gonna put put out there in film. I mean, we saw what that it was. We're gonna say Devito esque a lot because that's what we're getting from some of these quarterbacks. He looked fine. He looked fast. He looked like he was reading the plays well. He was extending plays. That's a big part of his game. If he's running the ball a little more, this hasn't been a great defense. This is a secondary you can beat. I know they've gotten some, you know, some pieces back and gotten healthier, but nothing about this defense impressed me all that much last week. And that was a tough test. We got the win, but uh, this kind of feels shootout ish. Does it? I kind of want another one of those. That was fun last week. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have any, you know, real skin in the game in Houston, Cincinnati, other than it was nice for Baltimore (laughs) that Cincinnati lost. It was nice if Baltimore actually won. I guess it was a nice little uh, kind of consolation prize for uh, AFC North futures, but um, I'm kind of just cheering for that again. Although it'd be nice if it was just you know 35 nothing Arizona. Yeah, I'd like a rocking chair once in a while. Yeah, I like I like the matchup here against the secondary. I'm not super impressed with parts of this pass rush. I think Murray is a massive upgrade. We might be this is a team that moved from hey guess what we're like what eight. Eight points worse on a neutral than a yeah. an average team to fuck. I'm bumping you up. You're you're kind of in the man. You're still in the basement, but you're not in like the sub basement. You're in like a root cellar now. Yeah, you know, it's still just I can't get this team too much of a bump based on the rest of the roster. Okay, but having a having a starting level, probably top fifteen quarterback if he gets back to form, makes such a massive difference. So. It's yeah. it's probably too many points. I mean, here. in the current landscape, and, and we're just selling the Texans. We're just selling the Texans at the at the height. Yeah, that's like, Texans by a field goal. I will one other maybe. the one other thing to support your handicap. I, I kind of feel that maybe I'll add this too and ride with you here because I, I kind of I get everything you're saying, and the only other thing I can add is that the Cardinals are a defense that tries to take away the explosive, and that is kind of how the Texans are making their money right now, and. You know, these guys, like, I don't have a good read on why the Texans injury report is 50 players long every week, and then a lot of those guys play. Um, I I mean, presumably, they're not all in 100% good health, and this is, uh, you know, it's it's, at some point, the bill is going to come due on that, and these guys are going to play down. So, Um, yeah, Cardinals is is a decent look, and, uh, you know, anything over a field goal where you're, you know, rookies land 
you know, more than three points. Like, yeah, that's probably a decent opportunity to bet against. So, um, yeah, I think, and yeah. I think we're just kind of selling Houston at the top of their market too. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, they lost to the Panthers. Let's, yeah. let's pump the brakes a little. It's a very good team. Yeah. Ryan's is going to get a bunch of coach of the year votes. Stroud is like minus 3,000 to win rookie of the year. He, I think he's on pace. It's short. <laughs> I think he's on pace for the most yards in the league, not just rookies. Yeah, he's that sounds right to me. A massive amount of yards. He's not, he had a couple fumbles. That's obviously a huge issue. That's the other thing, too. Feel like I'm gonna have to go look at the uh, turnovers here, but I feel like Arizona's been a little opportunistic on that as well. So I'm I'm riding with Kyler, Call of cool. Duty baby, or Modern Warfare, whatever. Cool, cool. I I, th- I think that's uh, I think that's. What do you think of this total? What do you have on that? Uh, I am higher than 47 and a half. What is it currently? That's what I'm saying. I'm a little tempted to bet 48 and twice a half, on this yeah. game. Yeah. I'm I'm at like 49 and a half. It's I, probably I know more, it's higher. It's probably places. more like one where you let the game kind of unfold a little bit in the first half and then make a decision about if it's been over adjusted or if it's a good second half over. This is um, funny. That I have seen a lot of bad reviews <laughs> and people bitching about the new Call of Duty. Okay. Interesting. Maybe that's Interesting. an angle here. Maybe he's like, fuck this game. I'll, I'll go read my playbook. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. Uh, Patrick's kind of. S- on the same wavelength as me with the current landscape of quarterbacks, Kyler might be top 10 right now. Um, it's not crazy at all. The um, Especially with Deshaun Watson out for the season. Um, all right. Let's move on to LA Green Bay. I did bet this one, and I took Packers plus three and a half. Uh, I bet minus 114. It's good to three minus 110. Uh, which is where it is right now. Uh, that's a uh, uh, a uh, a poor joke at the discourse on Twitter in the last couple of hours. But oh, um, a okay to uh, a okay to a okay to plus three. You see Pinnacle Beater's tweet? Yes, I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. good I, to I yes. I just made a release. It's good to exactly the number I released, uh, which is kind of you know, if you're touting that's i mean that's kind of yeah it's kind of you shouldn't be having a huge range i get it um all right the the chargers green bay angle is pretty straightforward right now there's been a little bit of chargers comeback i guess bookmaker has minus three minus 120 right now which i am wondering who's on chargers um this packers squad is playing better offense no doubt uh this Packers squad i think matches up fairly well against the chargers in Two regards. Number one, um, defense is fucking dog shit. <laughs> the Chargers is. Yeah, the Chargers my is. God, yeah. that game. Yeah, and no, I, number one, yeah, the Chargers. Good. The Chargers defense is getting by on pressure on pressure alone, right? And they're not going to generate quick pressures against a good offensive line in Green Bay. Um, and that means there's going to be opportunities here for Jordan Love to attack down the field. I like the chemistry he's building with Wicks. Um, Watson's a disappointment, but the rest of that unit is starting to continue to develop. Uh, and I think you know, I think this Chargers defensive secondary is super, super aggressively bad, uh, and they're going to give up some yards through the air here to Jordan Love and company. And then on the flip side, the way that the Chargers are rostered right now offensively, the way they're you know the way they're set up schematically, they're not a kind of team that can punch you in the mouth and push you all over the field like the Steelers did. They're more finesse, and they are absolutely lacking playmakers in, this, in the uh, wide receiver room that are going to be able to hurt the Packers down the field, particularly with the Packers having all of those defensive backs out there. Um, I don't know one way or the other if 
Keenan Allen will go, but I mean, Brandon Staley's comments were pretty ominous today. Like we hope he'll be available. Like that's not a questionable at all. That's if Keenan misses, what should this total be? Because yes, the Chargers defense is bad, but Green Bay isn't going to put up 30, man. Are they not? I don't think they have that. I don't know if they have that in them. <laughs> Even they, I, they did it against the Bears um, the, when the Bears were playing about as well as the Chargers are playing now. Was that, wasn't um, that week one, though? Yeah, yeah. That's before. That's before the book was out on all the rookies. That's a good point. That Bears team. Um, that was a, that was an ugly game. I feel like there were some turnovers. Um, there were some turnovers. Yeah. I, um. But yeah, yeah I mean, well, I, you know, that pack. Yeah, it's probably you're right. If Keenan Allen doesn't go, it is probably too high because I I don't know how the Chargers uh, respond and answer and stay in this game and are competitive and let alone cover three. I, I, yeah, like, how many how many points do you need out of the Packers? Yeah, we're not even talking about the road team here, who I think is at a disadvantage on offense and defense, like staying inside a number. They have to cover a three here, which is yeah. uh, why I think if you miss the plus three and a half and it doesn't get back there, uh, you know. And then honestly, I, I get it. If it gets back there, that means somebody very smart thinks the Chargers ought to be three and a half. But um, I think their money line is worth a look too. It's like plus one fifty five right now. I'm not there at all. I'm at like plus 140 so there's decent edge right there on the money line for Packers still and um you know i think there's a lot of game states that that play right into their hands here and even if it is comeback mode for this packers team like they've been pretty dynamite in comeback mode and deficits uh this season so uh hoping that they can get back inside the number as the time gets you know close to the final uh it's that's a reasonable you know, reasonable uh, angle as well. So a lot of reasons, I think, to like the Packers this week. And uh, and I promise I'm not just saying this so that we have some juice in the first Thanksgiving Day game because a 3-7 and seven Packers team heading into Detroit is not really a fun handicap. And But 4-6 and six off a win, all of a sudden, this is you know, offense I that think has three good weeks. Be fun. Yeah. I think that game's going to be fun. I, I really do not believe in that Detroit defense. I think we're out of high-low for Green Bay. I think Green Bay scores more in that one than they do in this one. Yeah. yeah, I looked. I was trying to think of the last time Green Bay put up some points. And after that outburst in Chicago, it was 24, 18, 20, 13, 17, 10, yeah. 20, 19. They're just not a 30 point team. Um, that's where if Keenan doesn't go, probably really grabbing good. some Packers money line. Just. Like 20, yeah. 20 points might win this. Yeah, Aaron Jones, by the way, super still super dynamic player. He's gonna put a hurting on the the this Chargers defense. Um, and you know what else is another plus in the cat in the category for Packers, Andy? Brandon Staley is gonna keep calling plays for the defense. Yeah, awesome. Saw that. Yes, Cong- great call, Brandon Staley. Keep calling those plays. Yeah, I'm not. Uh... Not super excited about that call. Okay. Let's get a defense coordinator in there to help you, bud. Yeah. Uh, Nick, New York Giants Nick, at real, Washington. Real, real quick, Nick C's comment. I love this. Start the Love is Our Guy next year tour. Like, you can kind of see that happening, right? Like, oh, like they, they've together. Already an, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, they, they, this pivoting from we're done with them to, uh, well, let's give them another year. Like it's it's coming. Like the Packers are going to win too many games to be picking so, so high in the draft they can pick as replacements. So they're gonna they're they're gonna talk themselves into sticking with them for one more year. I can kind of, I can almost I can't guarantee you that, but I, that arc feels very likely to me. Yeah. All right, shower part. Yeah, I mean Howell should have a good day against this defense. 
I don't know. Uh, we we're missing. Who's the secondary piece you're missing last week? For uh, who? For the Giants. Name Banks. Younger, Jackson. Younger fella. They missed. Come they were missing like pretty much everybody. They were. They were yeah. missing a few pieces, but they yeah. were missing one that uh, kind of stuck out. And again, it was one uh, of those. Dory Jackson, like, Deontay Dory, Banks. Dory Jackson. That both. was the one I was thinking of. It okay. was one of those where it's like, oh, that's a, that's problematic, but also it doesn't matter. Like yeah. that's the difference between losing by forty and thirty-eight. Kind of. Yeah. And it's not that he's worth two points, but it's a. Uh, it was a rough hang, and yes, they did score a little in the second half, but. We we mentioned this in the recap. The Cowboys gave them the ball basically in the red zone, and not basically in the red zone. And the Cowboys failed on fourth and goal, both in the first half. Still won twenty eight to nothing. Cowboys are a better offense, a better team in general than the Commanders, who did some selling at the trade deadline. But what what's changed for uh, you know what the Giants have to go up against? Maybe a little easier pass rush, an easier secondary to beat. But I didn't see a whole lot of play calling. It gave me a lot of confidence. Devito with a little more time to prep, but uh, probably gonna, you know, I looked at this plus ten and I couldn't do it. Yeah, so. I I hope there's some more Giants money and I can just tease this. This might end up in a seven point teaser for me. Like just Commanders winning by three to ten. That's kind of yeah. I think that's kind of your modal outcome. It's just the the spreads in doubt, but the the game never really is. Yeah, I, I mean, you can get, you can make some money this time of year finding the right dogs to get behind. Giants aren't one of them. I'm, yeah, I, I can't do this. Not, not in their state. Do you say, you know, the the laundry list of players it's, missing is still an absolute mile long. Um, yeah, it's a damn, and it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Kind of like, oh man, I can't put real money on Tommy DeVito. Oh, I can't lay this many points with a team like the Commanders, even at home in division. Like, it's basically a, a both sides pass kind of thing. Yeah. I yeah. just want to see Howell have a. I'm enjoying Howell. It just as a yeah. watching He's the game. He's gotten substantially better. He has a huge arm. He. Yes, you know what's funny Joey, about how he's pointing out this is my favorite whale is the Hoggets one. <laughs> yeah. Um, the uh, Howl the band. The Howl. The Howl arc has been kind of predictable in hindsight, and I'm kind of mad I didn't make more money on this because, like, he had all he checked every box of like this guy's got a pulse as a quarterback through the first handful of weeks of the season, except for the sacks, right? Yeah. And that's like a thing that you can teach. It's like the easiest thing teach, to correct. You can teach it's, a guy. It's not form. It's not like throwing yeah. motion. And actually, like the other funny thing out. was the other funny thing was their first reaction was, "Well, we just got to put more guys into protect. We're going to max protect," and then that took you know pass catchers away and that didn't fix the problem and now they've no. found they found other ways to coach him out of it and he's playing great and i you know it, it, it whereas talking yourself into jordan love is maybe a long-term issue in green bay talking yourself into sam howell considering what he's getting compensated get give it to him man keep giving him the ball that, i feel absolutely. like i'm gonna blame sam i think sam talked me out of him preseason i'm gonna blame somebody from discord i never shit on the discord guys but i uh I'm, that's not fair. I, I talked myself out of him too. When we watch some preseason and early season Howell, it's like, yeah, this guy has a fucking cannon. This guy is making good reads. This guy is a chicken with his head cut off as soon as there's pressure. Like he looked so bad. Like his brain just froze as soon as he gets a pass rusher in his face. And that has improved. He's gotten yeah. better at that. Yeah. So I'm I'm in on how long term I think he could be yeah. a, a good enough quarterback here. What do you think uh, a week? of prep looks like for Dable and Kafka right now. 
because Tommy DeVito can't throw the football and he's the guy taking every snap. And I don't really understand why they're doing what they're doing. Do you? Does this feel intentional? Well, what's the option? Like if Tarad is back, you start Tarad, but he's hurt. Uh, I mean, Barkley. Your, your, your option is Barkley. Barkley hasn't played in like forever. And Bar- Barkley is not giving you that much better. I, I'd tank. Like, hey, you can do this under the guise if you're the front office, the coaches, the powers that be. You do this under the guise of, well, we got a young kid. Let's see what he's got. Let's play him for three, four weeks. We can't judge this off one game against the top defense. Like, that's not fair. Let's give him a few games. Well, this was a road game against a, you know, commander's team that got a lead early. We can't judge it off them. It does feel a little intentional, and I love it if that's true. Like, for sure. You're, I mean, what is your record? What is the point of winning games? Like, any team, every team should have a cut. Drew, it's like when you talked about your booby prize. Sure. You know, they, you wish, they decided wish early enough. They decided regret, at the right decision. They decided at the right regret was not yeah. switching to booby prize one week earlier. One week like, earlier. Yeah. So many teams yeah. are, uh, they probably wish like, man, why didn't we just start the bad quarterback a little earlier? And this is yeah. kind of a nice top heavy draft. You can get really yeah. good, but like how good would a top end receiver look on this team? Maybe, you know, if you, if you move in it, maybe you move a free agent quarterback instead, instead of drafting one, but like Drake may uh, Marvin Harrison jr. Even I, I think you probably still need another piece of the offensive line. Even if you don't sure. end up that high, there's a couple guys they're projecting top 10, top 15. I would love yeah. it. If Shane is behind this and he's saying, but, uh, you know, put the, uh, Tommy two oh, shoes yeah. out there and let's just lose some games. He does have two shoes. You gotta give he him does. that has been said about him. <laughs> All right. Tennessee and Jacksonville. I didn't bet this one. Uh, and I don't know why some... the Jags are so heavy favorite, but so some people have made some good cases for Jags, and I still yeah. just can't because I saw I don't know. When when you identify problems with the team preseason and they solve them, you're like, oh, all right. When there's a problem that rears its head during the season and there's a reason for it, like, well, they lost their left tackle, they lost their center, and, you know, the, yeah. um, one of their tight ends. Like, the, the protection's not going to be as good. That's an issue now. It's a, it's a cluster injury. It's a quarterback yeah. problem. It's a coach firing. But, like, all the problems we identified with, like, uh, the Jags would be in trouble if they don't improve the offensive line, they don't improve the, you know, the run blocking, the pass protection if they don't improve a few things on the defense like all those things looked pretty rough last week and it's again it's hard to judge and i use this i use this kind of a train of thought line of thinking with other teams like ah you know it was the niners off a bye what are you gonna do but i mean i didn't see anything good last week and a lot of it was the same issues that we've seen in any of the games where they've struggled or lost like I'm, I'm not seeing that step forward with this team. That said, Will Levis has sucked outside of the Atlanta game. Like they had so many, they had so many drives in that second half with a chance to, you know, get inside at least the teaser number. Yeah, get some points. Just a lot of bad passes. Levis was good against Atlanta, and has yeah. had two real shit games. They have some other injuries. They got Burks that's been hurt. They've not have a good defense. This is their third straight road game, I believe. Yeah. There's no reason for me to back Tennessee, even if I'm scared of t- laying it with Jags. Yeah. Um, so 
I think yeah, it was all very well said, and the, the issues with the Jags offense are very concerning long term. Surely. Yeah. Um, what do you, what do you I, think of the coaching right now, Drew? I don't understand it. Uh, I had a lot more. Like I have, I have Peterson in the top tier. Yeah. And it's not going. It's not going as well as it should be this year. I hope that that's just because we're not at the promised land yet, and we're getting there. But I also want to say that there is a non-zero chance that last week's no-show was in some way rust, right? The Jags played one game in like four weeks. <laughs> they had a weird, <laughs> they, they had a weird, they had a weird schedule. schedule. It was weird. It was a weird schedule. It maybe took some guys out of rhythm. It maybe took some guys out of there you know, out of their, um, uh, you know, normal prep. And also the Jags were a team that went into their buy hot. They've covered five in a row, mission, early season mission accomplished. We're not necessarily going to, you know, really drill down and try to fix X, Y, and Z. They had the like, weird you know, London thing. That has the weird, to throw yeah. the whole season for a loop. Yeah, there was, there was some bizarre circumstances last week and this week is a more normal week and you are the better team and you better win this game because you're healthier and you're better you're rostered and if the titans somehow tip this one in their and you know jack if the basically if the jags bottle this like fuck man like every alarm that you can hit hit like this is a huge problem because this and titans that, team is not good enough to compete with you in that's back. right I, th- yeah. I think if you if you want the Titans here, if you really are alarm bells are going off, hey, the t- Titans are uh, maybe the side here. I'm just off on the Jaguars and everything they're doing. You probably take this under. Yeah. So that's the because other funny it, it's a case thing. where it's like this game yeah. ends up, you know, 17 to three. Yeah. And you're feeling like, you know, we, we didn't get we didn't get the best Jaguars today, but the Titans still never had a chance to cover. Yeah, and at the same time, the total is unbettable because if the Jaguars' offense does click and they're playing with a lead, that defense gives up garbage points like it's their fucking job. And yeah. if and I, I'd, I'd love you, it yeah. to be like ten nothing at half, and then second half over nineteen and a half. That would be nice. That would be nice. That would be really nice. Uh, I will also say that uh, uh, I will not be the guy to lose a fifth over on a Titans and a Jags game this season. <laughs> I've lost a lot of overs on Titans and Jags games this year, and uh, I, I need to stop. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think this one is a very much evaluate what's going on at halftime, and there's probably a bet to be had on the total. But pregame, this is a complete stay away for me. Let's move on to uh, a game that I like a lot and I want your opinion on. Chicago Bears, bear down. Bear down down for finals, Andy. Uh, This is... I mean, we talked about this off the air like Monday. This is, yeah. This is a rare one. This is a weird one, right? Like, we're at a weird spot with the market rating for both of these defenses, okay? Don't look at unpredictable and just guess for me. What is the market unpredictable number on Bears defense right now? I don't ever not, look at it. Not I don't, points. I don't, not points, but just ranking. Like, like ranking. where are they? How is the market? Bears defense this for team? the season. Yeah. What? what what's? What, you know, cur- this is the current rating. The current 12. market rating. So this is the predictive 12. rating for how the Bears de- be- defense. Thirty first. Lions defense predictive rating for the going forward is what. Like twentieth. Twentieth, exactly. Right. Right. Which is why to are me the high. Bears so low? Everybody came back. 
They I, signed I, a pass rusher. They're up. Their rush defense. You know, over is the last quarter, like over the last four games, are right like now. top ten in. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If you just go from week four to now, they're top. They're they're like top eight EPA per play defense. Yeah. It's really what? it's really really weird. Uh, so the market is treating this Bears defense. It's not like how Bears work, terrible. Guys. It's like the, the, they're they're treating them like they're terrible. And what I especially like about the um, uh, the Bears defense matchup in this game is that the Lions have had a pretty clear, uh, you know, bellwether of they they do great, they succeed, everything's going great when there is a rushing component to their offense and it's balanced. When there is not, they have had a tougher time scoring points this year. There is a one-to-one correlation of rushing yards and output, scoring output for the uh, Lions this year. And really, the, the standout games where they covered, where they would have covered big numbers, those were big rushing performances from this Lions team, right? So, And, the, and it is a, like a, uh, a weakness on strength that kind of negates a strength, where it's like, hey, yeah. this has been a good pass defense, pass defense, uh, pass rush win rate whatever however you want to rate this like this offensive line has been good against the pass rush bears don't have a pass rush like, yeah they, tr- they traded for a <laughs> their guy pressure gets, rate is up but they're yeah, not the, getting the pressure home, rate you know? is good but yeah they, they still don't get sacks so it's like well we're stopping them from getting their one sack today like you're, you're almost wasting a strength whereas like I, I, I don't know if i love and i do love arsb i love these running backs but this is a good rush defense especially lately yeah, and this is just a good defense in general lately. Yeah, where I almost bet this under. I just can't do it. Yeah. Okay. So then let's flip the script here, and a, a hair of trepidation being that this is Fields' first game back, and he's coming off of a thumb injury. Yeah, he could just stink. Hair. Man. He could just stink. That's very very possible. But the Lions' defense is a good get right. <laughs> squad if you have a quarterback who has dynamic rushing ability because they are so aggressive and they bite on fucking everything that you should be able to craft a game plan that utilizes clean not up the thumb. <laughs> yes oh, oh, and even, yes. even even using the thumb clean up on play action clean up on play action yes. clean up on yes. dj just getting dj more the ball in space yeah you know who Clean had no on, problem? Oh, oh, they didn't tackle good on that play. Yeah. That's you know who had no it. problem beating up this Lions defense last week? You know, you know who had no problem generating massive separation against this Lions secondary? Every good wide receiver they've played. Yeah. Every single one of them. <laughs> I think DJ Moore can absolutely create a, you know a mismatch in this contest. I think the Bears should be inside of the touchdown here. This this one looks way off to me, and and on, it is aggressive. And honestly, the only reason that I'm not more staked on this game and more staked on the Bears pulling off the impossible is that I do have questions about. Dream. I do have questions about old uh, old uh, number one's thumb, uh, and whether there'll be some fumbles or some some fluky picks here because, you know, the Bears. That you know, they, their offensive line is playing great. Fields should have all the time in the world. I know. I, um, I looked for, I looked for some, uh, and I didn't look very hard. I'm sure I can find some, but I, lo- I wanted clips of him throwing. <laughs> I wanted to like watch some uh, practice clips. I didn't, I didn't get into my Bears beat writer list too deep, but that's that's like on the list of things to do tomorrow because I'm with you, and I, I do think that while the Lions are a very, very tempting teaser leg at home. Like Bears 
kind of bears team total over here is a look for yeah. me. Yeah. And if I can get some, you know, and you say, well, you know, you, you made a lot of cases for their defense playing well. Yeah, the defense gets the ball back. Like, that's what I want from this defense. Three and outs, get the ball back. Get me 10 or 12 cracks at the end zone. You know, get me yeah. get me more plays. Get me time of possession. Get me a bunch of drives. Get me a lot of TJ Moore. Oh, we got breaking news. I'm guessing this is Golden Griffin related. It's got to be, right? From Brinks. <laughs> it's got to be Golden Griffin related. <sighs> um, they were playing the Cleveland State Vikings tonight, and I was nervous about that. Um, I, uh, I, I just got to say, if, if you want a kind of a more sound angle on this game, because you're like, hey, look, man, the Lions aren't stupid. If you guys know this, they know this. You're probably right. Um, ben Johnson might craft a game plan that's not very – doesn't really utilize David Montgomery and Gibbs, who are splitting usage anyway, which means both of their rushing yards and rushing attempts unders are probably decent looks in this game, if I had to say so. What say you, yeah. Andy? And not only that, but, yeah, the Lions have the short week to the primetime game look ahead. Not sure if the Packers are a true look ahead. Like, oh, we got to beat the Packers. You got to beat everybody. You're vying yeah, for a sure. one seed here. Yeah, I, I, I can see this being a Lions continually need to go down and get points to keep keep their lead. Yeah. Lions win by three. Yeah, I could see that too. But uh, yeah, like I took I I took the plus ten here. I am happy with my play. It has moved. Yeah, Bear, Bears team what total around. Bears team total around twenty, something I like. Okay. I if I if I could only have one all if you were gonna just give me unlimited stakes on any weird bet in this one, give me like Gibbs and Malcolm. Fucking unders. weird hypothetical. What? If you were gonna give me unlimited stakes on something weird. <laughs> like that well, how much can you realistically get down? I'm not. I'm no, not I, I, playing, okay, no, I'm not I playing. In, I'm not. Okay. I'm not botting into 120 PPHs. Okay. I, I get like, what you're saying. Like, like the the limit on a prop that's normally like 100 bucks. Yeah, my my out set. my 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 most my I'm most uh, my most trust my most trustworthy out will give me 250 dollars on this play. So I don't think it's really worth on interceptions like, uh, or what. No, on uh, Montgomery and Gibbs rushing yards. Under. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Basically, just play on. Uh, um, just basically, just play on. Uh, either Ben Johnson being smart and not running those guys, or those guys trying to run and not being successful. I think either one is a sure. fair bet. Um, let's move on. I quick. I not really an ad read. More of a. Yeah. If you guys want to help out, obviously mm. hit the thumbs up. That's massive. I will help out for sure. You know what? I'm going to go thumbs up while you're doing the uh, well, the so, uh, ad read. Up. Hit the thumbs up, but also another little thing you can do is sign up. And this isn't just for me. This is for you. One of the biggest things you can do to improve your ROI in betting, one of the biggest things you can do to help get you the best of the number is just have more outs. And even if you had Barstool, you can get this ESPN book. It is live in 17 states, and the the main offer it's 200 bucks in just bonus bets. But through Bleacher Nation, which is our Chicago news site that we own, they have a promo code that gets you an extra 50. So just a nice little bonus. The promo code is Bleacher, like the word Bleacher, <laughs> like what you would sit on at a game. ESPN bet, use the promo code Bleacher. You get 250 instead of 200. Get the free money, get the other out. 
find one more place to bet. Um, if you have, have any questions, hit me. But literally, it is Bleacher, and it is in 17 states. So get yourself a new out. Oh, um, yeah. ESPN bet. I was yeah rebranded pen unit. I was like number 94. So appreciate you guys today giving us some some positive reinforcement. You know what? All these likes. I'm let's keep doing the show. Let's keep doing it. Right, let's do the second half. Let's keep doing it. Uh okay. Raiders Dolphins. I laid the points with the Dolphins. The complicated handicap is the Dolphins can probably get to 35 or 40 is points there, here. Is there a case for Colts? <laughs> I think there is. Um, because this is a two-sided handicap, in my opinion. Can I, I get to, have... can I tell you what the second side is? Yeah, go ahead. Uh if they're up by a bunch. They might yeah. accidentally keep scoring with their running backs. <laughs> That's a good point. This is such a plus. A great point. Like for both running backs. If, if A-Chan is back, those guys might have 150 each. Like Even if they're trying to just salt the game away, it might be like the – you remember – again, this is my favorite game to talk about for some reason. It's like the Georgia TCU game where they're up by 40, the game is over, and they're just – uh, they're still getting like 12 yards to carry. Like we're, like, we're trying to end this. But this isn't even our starting scoring. running back, guys. He's, <laughs> he's still getting 8.5 a carry here. So it, it, uh, that, that's my cool. main look. I looked at some alts here. I looked at Dolphins, you know, just team totals overs, even though it's a pretty high number. Because even if they're winning and trying to run the clock out in the third quarter, this is not a team that's going to stop the run. And you have good running backs, good running scheme. And a pretty decent offensive line, so uh, yeah, the, I'm 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 with you in a different way. I'm gonna be looking at a few different props on HN if he plays, and I know Lipscomb liked him for receiving yards, but like basically everything Dolphins positive, Dolphins running, Dolphins alt. Yeah. What a shitty I mean, matchup! This is like the end of the good times for I, Pierce. <laughs> well, he's got a bye week coming up. <laughs> yeah, he can, can smoke cigars in the bye week. Uh, no, they got some, they got yeah, some not, minimal good point to Je- Jeff Wilson. Later. is like yeah. Jeff Wilson's starting for the Vikings this week. If he's, playing, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, no, this is, this is a bad one because, um, if you look at like the Raiders metrics on D and again, like I'm very, very happy that they won last week against the jets that kind of oh. saved that, that saved my Sunday. Honestly. I had no faith in the first, that, that saved my Sunday. Um, the, <laughs> the but like, you want to know some of the quarterbacks that, uh, you know, you, you look, well, look at the Raiders. Well, just the last two weeks. Look at the, look at the last five weeks, man. They have played in the last five weeks. The quarterbacks they have played have been Zach Wilson, Tommy DeVito, Jared Goff, who shredded them, yes. <laughs> T-Bag, and Mac Jones. And then one more week back, Jordan Love. You, you have played five of the six bottom Those are, quarter- <laughs> those are quarterbacks. Like four of those guys are not ranked in the top thirty-two. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I, I mean, I four of those guys, pro, you know, may not start over DTR for the Browns this week. <laughs> like that's kind of the situation, and I, it's a uh, it that that is padding your defensive statistics, guys. I don't know what else to tell you. Um, you're gonna have a tough time stopping this team. That you know, just like visualizing your head what the uh, Lions' offense looked like against the Raiders. Can you visualize that, Andy? They looked pretty good. They looked pretty good. I know you were sick that day, and you might you might you might have been uh, uh, you know not focusing on the game or the, remembering the tape, but they absolutely was no resistance from the Raiders' defense that day. Now imagine so. that. Now imagine that with faster players and with you know, no, better, even better fastest, skills. Imagine the fastest <laughs> yes. fucking. T- imagine yes. the the yeah. the Jamaican four by four 
you know, medley relay race. Medley, uh, that's swimming. What am I doing? Yeah, it's medley. You know swimming, what I mean? Yes. You, the, the yeah. Four by four. Yeah, yeah. You you have Olympic caliber speed. Um, and uh, yeah, this 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 should be a fun one. I, I laid to uh, I think I laid 13 plus one. It's silly to lay this many points, but the, the number's not that far from where it should be, and it's just such a bad matchup for comeback yeah. time for Aiden O'Connell. It is a bad, and yeah, I, that's I the other thing. Is that, that was the two way, that was the two way, which is that you're getting Dolphins defense on the come up at the same time as you're getting Raiders sell high on the defense. Like, well, that's yeah, it's beautiful. like you like I said, it's the running game. Then it's just going to score even when they're not trying. And then also a defense that is very much on the rise. That's what was so annoying about the fucking Bills losing. (laughs) Well, I I said this two weeks ago. I said, I'm not interested in Miami today. I'm interested in Miami long term because the O line and the secondary and the defense are all coming together. And we might have a good price. And Buffalo is ruining the good price. I might still be. I'm still in on them mentally. I just need to see if the prices work out. So, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm I'm probably gonna be looking at another team total over for Miami. Okay, it's one of those where it's like, yeah, they need four points in the second half. Hopefully, you want to know what my median projection? You want to know my media projection for points scored by Miami is thirty point two. Thirty five. Wow. Yeah. That's aggressive as fuck, dude. I love that. I, that's how good they are. Yeah. And this is the perfect freaking matchup for them. Oh god, they're I mean, gonna what is it? What is this total? Is this accurate? 40. So let's just call it 24 plus six. Yeah, the team total is gonna be like 29 and a half, 30. I'm on that. I'm on it. All right. Um I think you Carolina. Got a full game over. Probably good too. Um all is right. this another one where it's like, hey, Dallas. You know what I called Dallas today? What'd you call him? Quad A baseball player. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, I dig that. Hey, this, they go this to they, get, they drop down to the minors and they rake. Raking yeah. at yeah. AAA comes yeah. up to the majors, fucks it up. You know, strikes out yeah. versus the Eagles with the bases loaded. Beats yeah. the shit out of the Giants. Gonna play the Eagles again in a couple. It's weeks more at like home. it's more like warning track power as opposed yeah. to striking out. I think. You know, yeah, just but you know, can a can of corn to the warning track because <laughs> it's a good team. It's a good team. They just they are beating the tar out of bad teams, and then they yeah. go on national TV, look bad against the Niners, have a very very good chance to beat the Eagles in that game. Yeah, they were playing really good ball for most of that game. Couldn't quite put all the pieces together at the end. It's a tough team to kind of put together, but this is another bad team. But it's on the road. Yeah. So I don't know what you what you quite make of this. It might just be like a Cowboys first half. They've come up pretty hot in general. Yeah. If it, I, I looked really really hard at playing Panthers. I'll be completely honest. I couldn't do it. I have I make this I couldn't like eleven do it and a half. I couldn't do it either because the defense might just just absolutely smother the Panthers here. The Panthers, by the way, going back to Frank Reich as the playing caller. Yeah, that's the, for reasons that's that for reasons I guess Frank Greg realizes I guess if I'm gonna get fired this year I might as well do it calling plays yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of the vibe I get from that decision right is that crazy um, he's like I, I you know I'm gonna get fired one way or the other I might as well call my own plays doing it um, the uh, the Cowboys don't really fit perfectly well with their offense against this Panthers defense and um, this is maybe a take I just want to put my under my hat for one week which is I think the Panthers defense is fixed after the bye um, they have a good coordinator in Najiro Evero they're healthier now 
they still suck at stopping the run, but like I think the linebacker play is better. I think the secondary play is better. I think the Panthers might be a a like a like top half defense the rest of the way. I just don't really want to count on their offense doing jack squat in this game against the Cowboys so defense. The, the last two games, and granted, it was you know Minshew and Bajent, but the defense, <laughs> the de- the defense, and they lost both those games. But the defense wasn't horrible, and they still were not completely healthy. I'm with you there. They did well against Stroud. Stroud just shredded Lou, big Lou. Yeah, that one. I'm still trying to come to grips with how that game kind of played out. The defense was probably better against the Bears, but the, the fact that they got the one or they got the win kind of tilts that one weirdly with me. But they've had some bad tackling games against teams with speed, teams with good just high-end offensive pieces. It was really, obviously, really, really bad against uh, the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, so, kind of that was a bad one. <laughs> oh, weird, like CeeDee Lamb had a, is going to have a huge game. No shit, Andy. So yeah. um, maybe Cowboys first half. I I, I just I, I tried to make a case for all these double-digit dogs. Yeah. It's a really tough week to do it. You want a crazy, you want a crazy observation? I do. Number yeah, one. Or, or, give me uh, Give me the rank. Of the uh, Panthers EPA per play defense the last four weeks, nineteen. Number three. <laughs> Jeez, that wasn't even. <laughs> when I guess, I'm either like, "Oh my god, Andy, you were right on," or I'm so far. <laughs> number one is the Jets. Number two is the Ravens. Number three is the Carolina Panthers. That's pretty wild. Uh, and I think, you know, uh, I hope that the speed shreds them this week because the Panthers go on the road at it's, the Titans. It's got to be just at the Titans stuff. next Although week. Stroud, Stroud's good. Because if I you think, look, I mean, if you look from like, you just go to EPA per play. Yeah. If you go weeks four through now, they're 26th. Well, yeah, you throw you throw Miami in there. Everybody you got to throw the Miami game. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. throw in a game where it would be something similar to uh, a Dallas yeah, I, that, I'm very guilty of that. I'm very guilty of end pointing. Uh, my point was just coming off the bye, they were healthier. Coming off the bye, Ejero Evero seems to have a better idea of what he's working with. And I think the Panthers defense is probably going to finish the second half of the season as top 10. Um, all that said, I don't think you exercise that opinion this week. I think you wait for the next stretch of games, which is Titans, Bucks, Saints. I think this Panthers defense might keep them in all of those games the so hopefully they issue, get blown out the only issue is three straight road games those are all road games yeah that's true stains. you think that but you know what and you know what they say andy defense, defense travels, travels. <laughs> yeah, that's right that's right i don't know if i can get with you on top 10 i'll okay. say top half okay. I, I, I agree with the points it's just I, i'm not quite as aggressively adjusting okay. because Sometimes a defense can be better than we know, but when they're put in constant bad situations by lackluster and horseshit offense, mm-hmm. they're not going to live up to their potential. That's why I struggle to see them being top ten. Gotcha. Because you you to be a really really good defense like that, you have to have like the whole package. You have to be like Jets, where it doesn't matter how bad you know how bad the offense is playing. This is still we're still going to show up and just you know damn near. Someone said skull fuck in the uh they were they were referencing a comment you made about Dallas. But I mean, <laughs> even even when it's not happening, that Jets defense can show up. They're not quite there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tampa, Tampa, right. Tampa, San Francisco. 
I gave Baker his flowers, and he's been better, and they have yeah. pieces. His yeah. defense has been beat up, uh-huh. but they played a pretty bad team last week, and uh, seeing what Purdy was able to do off the bye, I'm still thinking about taking the Bucks here. It's a lot of points. So many points at home, Drew. Like, I have the Niners, <clears throat> what, my second best team. Maybe first. I'm going to have to look what my update has. This should be top uh, two. Week by week. They are. I, yeah. If you have them above. Uno. If you have them above the Eagles, I am not stopping you. If you have them below the Chiefs, I think that's probably reasonable just because Pat Mahomes is still the best I, man on earth. I have San Francisco, Baltimore, Kansas City, Philly in that order with okay. tiny gaps. I mean, it okay. is, it's basically a. We're okay. getting close to a four-way tie there, and then there's there's a a decent little gap down to uh, you know Dallas, Buffalo, Dallas, Miami, Miami, Detroit. Yeah, that works. Um, but yeah, yeah. San, San Francisco still, like I said, my top-rated team, but I only have Tampa like a point, point and a half worse on on a neutral than a, an average team, and mm-hmm. they're at home. It's a lot of points. Uh, San Francisco is the team that can keep giving it to you though so it's basically yeah. do, you, do you trust this tampa defense and i think there's probably better games on the board yeah i think that's kind of where i landed here too and um <clears throat> also notable that uh niners defense is healthy and they're fixed because Steve, good. did you hear um by the way there was uh some interesting chatter about um wilkes moving to the sideline did you, you hear any of that no, it's, it's so, like a, it worked for Matt Canada. It can work for me. Wilkes has been a little beleaguered. He has been beleaguered. And the, one of the reasons that he was beleaguered, according to many, was that he was an outsider, right? He gets hired yeah. by the Niners. They bring him in. He doesn't bring any of his assistants with him. He doesn't bring any players with him who played for him before. He was just plopped into an existing system and structure and asked to call plays. Right. Yeah, he got, he got set down at somebody else's desk. They didn't yeah. clean it up. And one it. of the one of the stressors between coordinator and leaders was he was in the box, and they never really interfaced with them on game day to talk through stuff. And moving to the sidelines apparently made a difference with his relationship with those players last week, especially. And yeah, some of that was clearly on the Jags, but I think that ultimately, like getting some immediate feedback and building personal relationships with your guys who are fighting for you. That's probably a good thing. Uh, So continue to watch this space to see if the Niners get back to the form that we remember from them from the end of last season where they were just world killing. Um, I don't think it's impossible considering they haven't really lost anyone to injury and they added Chase fucking young. (laughs) Like, uh, Oh, you know, just a quick sidebar, Andy, you know who who I wonder, you know who I'd like to kind of pick a, pick a brain on, uh, Trent Balky and the Jags brass. Like, how'd you like playing against Chase Young last week instead of making an offer better than a third round compensatory for him? I just, I just curious. Like, did you enjoy playing against Chase Young? And and why why wasn't there a more aggressive offer? I, I, and I, I know there was like seven teams that were really and there should be more. I mean, they dropped the yeah, <clears throat> dropped their asking price. There should be twenty five teams that are looking at. Any any sort of defensive line help always. I mean, just go look at what. How were the Eagles able to do it so well last year? Crazy depth. 
You don't yes. have to go get you don't have to go get Chase Young. Get somebody. Get some help. Go get two guys. But yeah, it's crazy that I really thought we'd see more aggressive moves from uh, the Saints and the Jags in that department. Yeah, I we agree. Hundred um, percent. I find it uh, pretty silly that they let that go, uh, and I, I'm uh, I'm definitely intrigued by San Francisco's ceiling now defensively with him. Um, yeah, nothing else about this game really. Although somebody asked a good question, I think it was Rob. Is this possible to look ahead for San Francisco for Thanksgiving? Like, you can kind of convince me that all of the teams that are playing high leverage Thanksgiving Day games are probably thinking about it. Like if they're well coached, they should be thinking about it. Like they should have spent some of their time this week preparing for how they're going to implement their game plans next week because they only have like three days to implement it. Um, so I would think that it might be an issue, but um, you know, I also don't know how that impacts the fact that Tampa Bay might just not score in this game. So um Let's keep moving to Seattle, who uh, is the third of the aforementioned Thanksgiving hosts. They're in L.A. this week for a game that I choose not to think about, uh, a rematch from week one that I lost a lot of money on. The Seahawks were miserable week one. Um, the Seahawks were miserable in prevent defense last week. Uh, and I don't know how to properly rate this team, and I kind of hope they lose to the Rams. Um, I'm a little over Pete Carroll and the Seahawks and what they're trying to do. I don't find it enjoyable football to watch. Uh, the fact that they're relatively healthy and they're still not performing to their, you know, anywhere close to their potential is frustrating and annoying. Um, and I would love to see Stafford return to some semblance of awesome quarterback play. So we have more fun quarterbacking in the NFL for the rest of the yeah. season. Um, Cooper Cup and Puka, Puka Nakua missing practices a little interesting and weird. I hope he goes. Uh, I hope the, you know, I just hope this is an entertaining game. But Seahawks have been kind of a tough hang for me this year. I don't know. <clears throat> Respect the market a little in this one, I guess. I thought we'd see heavier moves towards the Ram with Stafford in. Man, maybe the receiver injury stuff is kind of holding people back. We're still Wednesday. We have time. Limits are up, but not up, up. We have time to see the Rams money come in, but um, yeah, I kind of respect the fact that there is some some stoppage and people are backing the Seahawks here because it's still a Rams team that's not you know, there's two two very incomplete teams. We've seen the Seahawks have to get wins by beating really bad teams like Arizona or you know, honestly, Giants at that point too. The Giants weren't playing that bad, but they just played such good defense that day. The Seahawks are a very tough team for me to kind of reconcile at this point. I'm, I'm close. I'm close on these numbers. But if Stafford, Nakua, and Cup and everyone are 100%, I kind of feel like this should be Rams, you know, Rams minus one, Rams minus one and a half. So I'm, I'm close enough for I'm passing on this one. And okay. again, these divisional games, especially NFC West divisional games, yeah, like you said, it's a, it's a good place to just – get hurt lose money i make it rams by minus 1.4 yeah the seahawks have and Pete carroll in general have struggled with uh sean McVay for whatever reason um geno smith doesn't feel like he's on the same page at all with dk metcalf that's a really weird vibe uh and the injuries to the you know to the offensive line starting to get better for seattle so maybe they can defend 
against uh yeah getting lucas back and completely healthy would be pretty massive aaron donald but yeah i don't know if lucas is coming back for this game i think it's still no i i don't think he is but he's but his he's windows act, yeah windows he's, open. Windows he's activated open, right? all that so yeah <clears throat> and also you know what one more thing while we're kicking the seahawks uh that was a stupid fucking trade for leonard williams wasn't it for the giants it was a good one if you're the Giants. But like Again, what you I'm, gave up, what you gave up for him, like that was dumb. dumb you trade. know what? You know what? It's funny too because I believe I'm gonna have to go look back at this. I feel like I hated the Giants trade for Williams from the Jets like four years ago. <laughs> yeah, I feel like dude. that was. I, I feel like the team who's traded for him has gotten hosed both times now. It's like Jamal Adams. Yeah. That's yeah, not crazy, man. All right. Uh, Jets, game. Bills. Um, okay. Feelings are complicated here. Ooh, very complicated about the Bills. Do you get a new OC bounce? I really hope not. The subculture? I, what a fucking word soup. Goddamn. The <laughs> quote that was. Okay. Uh, should, we air out, should, we air some, should we air out some grievances here? Yeah. Um. Both of these head coaches. Ken Dorsey did a good job. Ken Dorsey did a good job. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he, did he was. Job. And guess what? It was only even 25 games or something stupid. So we don't yeah. even really know what he was ultimately going to become as an offensive coordinator. The fact that he took over from the guy who got hired away and became coach of the year and you didn't really see a blip in offensive performance should tell you something about his ability to pick up the reins and continue to run a very smoothly running ship. Um, the offensive coordinator and scheme, problem number 20 17 i mean so far down the list i can't even count that low um and honestly like i want to be mad at salah too because salah is just squandering this all-time defense with his his insistency on sticking with zach wilson here um but i'm more mad at mcdermott i'm really like he and i guess here's here's what's going to be tough all right and bear with me here sure this total is 40, okay, in a Bills game with Josh Allen playing and a Bills defense that is bottom three, okay? That's that's awfully low, right? But look ahead for next week. Bills-Eagles, 47 and a half. That feels like a fair-ish Philly team total against this Bills defense. Uh, right? It, it has been a very so precipitous yes. fall losing these players. Not only that, they've they've had other issues. I mean, the the guy who was like backing up the backup um right. at weak side had to move around. I mean, they, right. they've really had a bunch of bunch of issues yes. as far all three levels. Sure. So realistically, if Josh Allen gets healthier and I got to assume he's getting close, it's got to be an absolute slam dunk. We can pat our wallets for Christmas betting bills overs after this week, right? Like these no, there's no way they can keep up with these totals. Look at the offenses these teams are, this team is playing, and tell me how they're keeping any of these units under thirty the way they're playing right now. They're going to have to go score an answer with all of these. They're going to have to go ultra aggressive with all of these. And I think what I'd like to see is one more week of the Bills offense being a little bit eh against an all-time unit in the Jets defense. And I wouldn't mind if Joe Brady's system is 
like whatever Sean McDermott wants, which is probably like more running and more just, you know, he, he probably, McDermott's probably, he's got the old school mind. Okay. McDermott is bailing water out of a sinking ship as fast as he can. It's his own ship. Like he's, yeah. he is desperately, desperately, <clears throat> desperately fighting for any way to save his job right now. That is he's very not a lame good. duck, but he is a duck with injured legs. <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. He was, he was, he was, uh, uh, he was shot down and he's in the water and he is very aggressively trying to evade the dog that is coming to pick him up. Um, and I would say the, uh, he's probably thinking like, I need the offense to sustain drives longer and to keep my defense off the field here because they're getting beaten so badly. Like that's probably in his like like one of the things he's thinking about. Like we can, I can tell you his in-game decision making stinks. Uh, his and you know he put on display I think in a lot of ways in that Thursday night football game against the Bucks where he was like let's just drive to midfield and punt punt, punt and pin him punt and pin him punt and pin him like you know we we if we if we if we go for it, we're probably going to get it. But if we don't get it, then they got they got the ball at midfield, and we're probably going to give up a touchdown, right? Like his mentality, I think, is pretty predictable right now. I would like to see the Bills have one more game where their offense is a little clunky, and it gives the market a little signal that they're going to be conservative and they're going to run a bunch. And I think that opens up the door for like five weeks of just uh, over, you know, over. Uh, I was going to use the uh, a term "fuck fest," but I, I feel like it's it's more of just a an, 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 uh, a points orgy for uh, for bills uh, uh, through the month of, of December. <laughs> yes, through the month of, if you of just December. Just want to get filthy, Drew. Jesus, you're just <laughs> dying to say something horrible. Um, <clears throat> no, my my main takeaway: the more I thought about that Monday game, it was what and watched part of it. It's like, man. Denver should have won by 20. Like, what the yeah, fuck they were they doing? Like, how, how do you not take advantage of anything? Like, Denver had just a terrible game plan, terrible execution. Russell looked scared for no reason. He was, you know, seeing ghosts for some reason. And, yeah, they, they probably should have won that game going away. Uh, very, very puzzling game. But, yeah, I'm, I'm it's under, under or nothing for me here. Yes, I I would love nothing more than totals under fifty five in the following games: at Philadelphia, at Kansas City, versus Dallas, at the Chargers. Like, boy, oh boy, Bills are going to score in those games. I don't care that the Chiefs' defense is revamped. Uh, I don't care that the Cowboys have a pass rush. I don't care that the Chargers don't have weapons. Like, those are going to be score and answer just points orgies and i'm here for it so uh four games four overs i call them a shot now but uh, i could use one more week to kind of keep the a lid on these totals yeah uh so that they're not like totally burned well, no it's again it's weakness on weakness this jets the offense you know, doing big things doesn't feel all that likely on the road even against a bad defense and suddenly it's like oh this defense isn't that bad and then they go next week and give up 58 Bills, the Bills make the playoffs. It's under fifty percent right now in the markets. It's under fifty percent in my, you know, I used I used the simulator. Yeah, I'm gonna Um, say no. I'm I'm kind of on on the no, just looking at how things work. Like uh, the more I look at it, uh, and I know it's not technically the more likely path if you go look at the odds and how it really works out. But in my fucking sick brain, 
the more likely path to the playoffs for the Bills is Miami screwing things up royally. Sure. And the Bills, the Bills, you know, splitting the season series, mm-hmm. winning the division on a tiebreaker where it's it's a bad AFC East rather than sneaking in on a wild card. Yeah. Yeah. If it uh if to yeah, uh the Chris, if Tua, for Christopher sustains, Davis yeah. simulator. Yeah, to to uh, to if Tua goes down with a head injury and it's Michael Michael White time, then uh, I'm going to be a little different opinion about that. Michael White, but right now I think they're in uh, a yeah. deep trouble. Uh, and the seventh seed is going to be very very tough, and they're probably going to have to beat Miami in Miami week 18 in order to even have a chance. Uh, and they're going to need to win a couple of these coin flips against the really good teams, including Eagles, KC, Dallas. Yeah, this conference got weird, guys, didn't it? Yeah. It got weird. Yeah. All right. The true. And I do I do want to touch on Monday Night Football a little too, if we get a we'll get a chance here. But uh the true creme de la creme, Minnesota Denver. Oof, what a creme. So I like this under, but I'm holding out because okay. I think Thursday injury reports might push this number up. When okay. Jefferson is limited again. I really think we're a week away on that yet okay and, and if we're not and there's mud in my face or you know I really eye, hope, whatever I really hope they play him i th- he, I, what, I do too for would me. be you'd be a perfect decoy see and that's the other thing too like if he does play i feel like it'll be snap count limited he won't yeah. you know you won't really be a big part of the game plan but he would push the total up so True. I'm going to bet this under. This Vikings defense is beyond me. It is coaching. It is scheme. It is getting the most out of the guys you have because they don't have guys. And I know yeah, Ivan Pace is, was a nice little treat in the offseason, the undrafted free agent, and they've gotten a little more out of the pass rush than we thought at times. And Some, some guys on the inside are getting home. The secondary is overperforming. Uh, Caleb's hurt again, but uh, – I don't understand how they're making this defense work. This is a better defense than the Broncos played last week, for Mm -hmm. sure, which is not something I thought I'd say about this. You know, obviously the injuries to Buffalo made a big difference there, but somehow, some way, these are two top top 10 defenses, which is crazy from where we're at in week one when Buffalo or, you know, week two, three, when Buffalo's still missing pieces and the Vikings looked fucking lost against good offenses. Uh, The game plan for Broncos offense is terrible. Mm-hmm. It's uh, not using any of their strengths for some reason. Sutton should be a, a star. They should be able to run the ball a lot more effectively. And uh, the Minnesota offense is probably going to take a step back at some point. I mean, we're getting some tape on Dobbs. He's great, but and uh, basically, hey, let's cover yeah. the injured tight end, not let him do this. So yeah, I, I think that I think the side's probably about right. These yeah. teams are pretty equal on paper. Getting a couple points for home field. It's a tough place to play. Um, yeah, it's never it's never an easy place to play, especially Denver. This is a good home crowd. This is a night game. Uh, and I think one you're thing, right. One thing I didn't <clears throat> think I'd say either is, I think we have a massive coaching advantage for the Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I don't trust the in game decision making. I don't trust the game planning, and I'm, like I don't trust the. Basically, the the entire scheme for the season from Sean Payton right now. I don't know if he's just kind of biding his time to figure out what comes next year, mm-hmm. punting on this. But they're not 
they're not like out of the playoff race. It's such a dumb, it's such a dumb, unserious team. The Vikings win this game would not surprise me, obviously. Yeah, no, 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 uh, no disagreement here. Um, so I like, I like the under, and it's a primetime yeah. under. What can I like wrong? that, man. That's a good look. I mean, here I don't have a lot to add other than it's pretty clear that the Denver defense is still somehow a buy. I don't know why uh, there isn't a you know a, an adjustment here that's more serious, but that's fine. I don't care. I'm happy enjoying it, um, and I don't know. I I don't really know what the deal is with Russ and uh, and Sean Payton. I went back and kind of looked at the play sequencing and some of the uniqueness of that last game. And Sean Payton almost directly lifted the offensive and defensive game plans that Belichick used against the Bills. Like it was so, so, so similar. But right? with a better quarterback. Well, with the better quarterback, but performed almost the same stat line. Like it was not well, all that's that what I'm saying. It's a waste. It's a waste time. of somebody with an actual, you know, live quarterbacking skill set yet. True, 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 true. But uh, like the depth of target, the routes that they were running, the insistence on getting the ball in the hands of the, uh, you know, the running backs in these little flare outs. Like it was, uh, it was so uh, visually similar to what the Patriots tried to do. It was like, well, they specifically had a plan to emulate that game and it worked. I don't know that that's like, their identity now and they may have a totally different game plan for the minnesota vikings defense i'm not exactly sure how you beat flores's defense by the way like they're kind of a tough matchup well and it's it's been it's been a different plan like there's been like four iterations of it already this year or it's like hey we don't have all our pass rushers back let's just blitz blitz you know constantly we yeah. get some pass rushers back. We get some pressure in the middle. We're going to dial that back. We're going to play a little less, you know, a little less zone, a little more man here because we can. It's been, it's been impressive. I said this about Flores in the preseason. I said, I'm pumped for this hire. I don't think it pans you out until next year. Kidding me. False start on the extra point try and they miss it. Get the fuck out of here. Chip was missing extra point. Yeah. <clears throat> I can't believe you're betting on the Mac. <laughs> God Miami, Miami of Ohio just scored though. They're just kids. Um, other other <laughs> game. They're just kids. So I, I I said this. I love Flores. I don't think it works out this year. I am very much impressed with how quickly he was able to take a bad defense and make them sort of good. You know, maybe they don't finish the season as a top ten defense, but they're going to finish as a top half defense, which is. I mean, he should be getting – I know people are maybe a little – if I'm an owner, if I'm a GM, I'm a little tentative to give him an interview because of, you know, the fact that he sued a team. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, whatever your opinions are on that lawsuit and if it had merit or what happened there is besides the point. Like, they don't have to say out loud, hey, we're not we're not going to hire this guy because he sued another team. They can just not, you know, offer him interviews. But he should probably get some interviews here again in the next couple of years. He's done a really good job so far. If he doesn't, it's Vikings win. Yeah, no, and that's that's such a good thing for the Vikings. If he's if he's truly like blackballed from you know getting interviews, good for Minnesota. Even if it's you just finally, half the league who has their heads up their asses. You, know, you, you finally get win. to keep. Yeah. You can finally get to keep a coordinator. You know how many coordinator Minnesota doesn't win championships. Minnesota coordinators <laughs> win championships elsewhere. I mean, like Monty Kiffin was a coordinator. Uh, Brian Billick, Tony Dungy, Mike Tomlin. Oh man! Uh, I mean, really? I, I think I'm I'm missing a couple. 
I oh, mean, Norv Turner was for a little while, too, but like, just oh, think, of, think of the championships that come. Have, I mean, a lot of those are defensive guys, too. But oh, uh, right, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, so congrats to Flores for winning the Super Bowl with the <clears throat> Arizona Cardinals in seven years. Clip that. Um, we do have, uh, and I will say, if you are in New Jersey, you can help support one of our sponsors, too, with Profit Exchange. There is incredibly cheap low vig lines at profit exchange we have uh our two markets for this week are yes no's everyone's making a big deal about espn bet having the yes no on on uh touchdowns anytime touchdowns yeah I feel like circa might have had those too and offshores definitely were able to find those but that's not something that's you know all over and so we put up some anytime touchdowns <laughs> for lamar you can bet yes or no on him on thursday night football and we did it for joshua dobbs on the Sunday night football, again, razor thin margins on those best prices you're probably going to find on the yes. And you might, it might be the best price you can find on either the yes and the no. Because truthfully, I was a little jealous. You know how our guy Barry bets those interception props? Yes, I do. Um, there was a couple of those up at Profit Exchange when I was poking around. And one was like, I mean, he, he gave out like plus 120, it was like plus 134 at Profit Exchange. There's some pretty good prices. Go check out the props. And if you are a New Jersey better and you just say, well, they don't have this one, you literally can just ask them. It's like the, you know, a lot of the offshores will do that too. They will put up basically any market for you. If you just say, I want to put some liquidity into this, they'll put it up for you. You might want to do it a little ahead of time because somebody has to take the other side of it. It is still an exchange. Uh, you don't automatically just get a bet by putting the liquidity in such as life. Um, and then quick, quick notes on Monday night. Did you make a bet in this one? Uh, yeah, but I don't have a ton of confidence in it. This was minus two and a half, minus one ten, good to minus two and a half, minus one ten for me. <laughs> and it was Chiefs because Mahomes. I think they can beat that secondary. Yeah, it doesn't matter if they don't have a wide receiver one. Like I they, think they can yeah. make that secondary look kind of bad. There, there are three reasons in no particular order. Mahomes against that secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, Eagles pass offense against a huge step up in class pass defense. And spite because the Eagles beat the Cowboys. <laughs> Those are the three reasons. Uh, and the spite is just a joke on the nature of, I think that there is still some top here with the Eagles. Maybe it's just maybe it's just local. Maybe they ultimately are the NFC champs. That's entirely possible. I may bet the Eagles in the playoffs when we get to that point. When we know the matchups, the Eagles. Uh, I have a brewing take, by the way, that really like was it again. It was a little spiteful. It was a little angry, and you know, a little interested in hurting the feelings of some Eagles fans. Um, but uh, uh, I feel like with as weak as the NFC is right now and as snake bitten as the Niners are with, uh, you know, injuries and Brock Purdy, maybe just having a ceiling <laughs> that we don't know yeah. about, but it is there. Um, we might be living through the Eagles as the bills in the nineties dynasty, where they just win the inferior conference every single year and then get beaten the Super Bowl by the superior conference champ, whoever that happens to be. And, uh, it's the Chiefs a couple times and maybe the Bengals once and then maybe somebody else once, right? Like that's kind of potentially this next, you know, this next era of football where you have this imbalance. Is that, uh, is that a rate that take on a scale of one to 10? 
it's like a six and a half because it's a little spiteful. <laughs> like, like I, I'm not. I'm not saying like, hey, that's a ridiculous fucking thing you just said, and you're just being an asshole. Because it, there's parts of it that check out, but it's a little spiteful. So that drops the rating a little. It's a little spiteful. It's, it's a little yeah. spiteful. I I, I agree with that. There's a, there's a, it's not just a pinch. There's like a, there's like a half a tablespoon of spite. <laughs> tablespoon. Like, you can taste yeah. it. It's so, but it's not bad. It's not a bad take. Okay. All right. Well. If we get to the uh, the NFC Championship game and I'm pounding the table saying, why are the Eagles not getting more respect? Just uh, you know. remind you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I will keep this one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> team total. Did you have one you particularly liked? I, I think we just go with the, the Dolphins, right? Yeah. I mean, Dolphins, it's a, Dolphins, Dolphins yeah. to score a shitload of points. That's, yeah, 30, 30 not only do, I, do I think that's biggest team total match. on the board? Let's just fire away. I think it's a good bet, but it's also a very fun one. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Freaking-lutely. Uh, let's get a touchdown for everyone. I love it. Fair enough. Touchdown, Miami. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow for halftime, and hopefully the game does not suck because I'm really looking forward to the primetime games this week. <laughs> yeah, man. Good primetime Finally. By the way, we'll share with the world. They should flex the uh, the Ravens Bengals out of Thursday Night Football. So it's good. That was pretty funny. <laughs> 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 <laughs>